Welcome to another episode of Cancer with Craig, Managing Your Illness as a Project. My name is Kirk Faulkner, and joining me today is Mr. Craig Faulkner. Great to be here. Thanks, Kirk. I believe we are on episode 14 right now. Number 14. Yeah. Wow. We recorded episode 13 one week ago from today, so we're uh, we're back on a good schedule. Yeah, and I believe it is Halloween Eve. It is. Yeah, tomorrow is Halloween. You going to dress up? You know, I really am not. I don't like wearing costumes at all. Yeah. I not at all. Are you joking? Because I kind of don't no, believe I you don't. there. Yeah? I really don't. Because you look good. I've seen you dressed up before. Yeah, yeah. I've done it before. I just, it messes up my hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to put the makeup on. It's not as much an issue anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm not going to dress up for work tomorrow. Well, I saw the picture of you at Disneyland. Yeah, I did. I dressed up with my girlfriend at Disneyland, and she was Jessica Rabbit, and I was Roger Rabbit. Yeah, you look good. The complicating factor here is that I actually work at the same place as my girlfriend works, and she wants us to both dress up and go to work together. I had to put my foot down on that. Oh, boy. I can't announce to everybody in the office that I'm that much under her thumb that she can dress (laughs) me up as whatever she wants. So anyway, how has your week been? It's been good. Good. I had a couple of interesting experiences. You were actually involved in one of them. We just a couple of days ago helped number two son, Evan, move into their new house that they've been for the last eight months remodeling. Everything really has turned out beautiful. The reason I'm bringing it up is I was pretty darn happy with me being able to help as much as I helped. I got there, I think, an hour after you, maybe an hour, hour and a half after you were there. But I worked pretty hard. I was careful about lifting too many heavy boxes. But I worked pretty hard. Now, you were uh, in charge of unwrapping all of the furniture. And the furniture had been wrapped by some professional movers who did a heck of a job wrapping it. There was blankets. There was plastic. There was paper. There was tape. It wasn't just like unwrapping a Christmas present. That's right. (laughs) Not only did I help unwrap it, because that sounds a little bit wimpy. You and the other guys were doing a lot of the heavy lifting. But... I also put together the beds. We put together the beds in in the different rooms and helped reposition some of the furniture. And the reason I'm bringing it up is, as short as six months ago, I couldn't have imagined being able to be in the kind of shape to help for a good six-hour stretch in working on helping any one of my kids move into a new house. Yeah. And so I reflect back on how really radically things have changed over the last six months. I thought as I was pulling out while I was very tired, I thought, wow, my health, my strength is coming back. My lower back, you know, still stiff. Uh, yeah. Not to keep on bringing that up, but boy, I was very, very pleased with being able to help Evan move in. I mean, that's just got to be a nice feeling to be able to be part of everything. Yeah, it really was. And just as a passing note, I was mentioning this to Kirk right before we started this broadcast, that I was a little bit melancholy pulling out of the driveway because it's always been me that's been moving. I haven't seen a lot of my kids move. We, over the years, moved a number of times. We were run out of neighborhoods typically. When I was pulling out of the driveway, I was a little bit melancholy thinking, wow, the change of guard here, the young blood is moving in, taking over. Whenever people talk about the broadcast, they always say, man, Kirk does a great job. They never 
say anything about me. They do too. <laughs> <laughs> While it's very gratifying to see all of you do so well, progress in, in your life and career, you do get a little melancholy as you age and as you get a few more miles on the car, so to speak. To every season, turn, turn. Yeah. So that was interesting. The other interesting thing that happened last week is I am starting to work on my personal history. That's awesome. And I say personal history, you're trying to capture my experiences over my life. And I'm doing that for a lot of different reasons, I guess. Number one, it's quite therapeutic. If you want to know where you're going, you need to look back to where you've been, I guess. And I think as you embark on any project, it's always good to look back and understand what you've done and what you've accomplished, what you haven't accomplished, so you can look forward. That's one of the big reasons I'm doing this, of course, leaving behind a personal history for your loved ones is another great thing. But I'm really doing it as much as anything. I'm doing it for me, as well as all of you and the grandkids. I could tell it's going to be very, very interesting embarking on this uh, journey. What I've done is I've actually hired somebody to come and interview me, capture me on audio, and also take notes and help me organize my thoughts. I'm fortunate enough to be able to hire somebody, but you don't have to do that. There are a lot of other approaches that you can take in capturing your personal history. Yeah, I actually did one myself recently. There's a guy named Jordan B. Peterson who I like, and he has a suite of tools called self-authoring tools. There's the past authoring, the present and future. I went in and did the past authoring where I captured all of my life into seven different periods and the events that were important to me. And like you said, I think it really helped me understand a lot who I am and kind of where I came from and it gave me a lot of clarity on where I'm going. So um, what kind of stuff have you been talking about or what have you been capturing? One of the experiences that I really was able to kind of reflect on was growing up when I was in seventh grade, from seventh grade to 12th grade, my mom came down with breast cancer and she passed away when I was in 12th grade. So there was a five-year period of time and those five years were very formative years of my life. I had the opportunity to really see firsthand how someone who was very, very ill, and this was back in the, I guess it was early to mid 60s, where someone was very, very ill. She went through five major operations over this five-year period of time. Of course, the chemotherapy and the radiation was very experimental back in the mid 60s. But I was able to see how somebody very close to me, my mom, dealt with this terminal illness, how she kept such a positive attitude and how she stayed engaged in life while she dealt with this illness. And in reflecting on that, it really helps me want to march ahead. And I'm certainly not as ill as my mom was and haven't had anywhere near the kind of complications she had. During that five-year period of time, she still played golf. She served in the community. She served in the church groups. She was known as a leader. And there was only one time over that five-year period that I ever heard her complain. And that was when she was talking to my grandmother. We grew up in Garden Grove. My grandmother lived in Tustin. This is up in Orange County in Southern California. And I was at the breakfast table and I heard my mom say to my grandmother, you know, I get tired of people asking me how I feel. (laughs) (laughs) And she said, how do people think I feel? I feel horrible. Most of the time I have cancer. And she kind of laughed to my grandma 
And that was the only negative thing I ever heard my mom say. As I think about the challenges that come with any project that come in life in general, what a great kind of example she set for me and what a great attitude, you know, if we could all have that as we manage challenges to, you know, always put your best foot forward, always be positive. I know it's hard to do that because life can get so complicated, but that was one of the things that's come out as I have started to embark on doing this personal history. That's great. So how are you guys doing it? Are you just say start from the beginning and tell me everything or are you like hitting certain periods or? We're breaking it up in time frames. We're starting with really the first six to eight years of my life, what I could remember. And then we kind of fast forwarded and started talking about from 10 to 12, 13 years old. And we've jumped around just a little bit. What's nice is we're actually recording it. We're going to get it transcribed. She's going to transcribe it. And then we'll be able to start to move things around. Now, if I were doing it by myself, I would sit down and probably do it very close to what we're doing now. I would record it. And then I would use a transcribing service that you can send your audio tapes to. I used them at uh, Faulkner Media Group. I don't recall the name of the groups I used, but you can Google it. Very, very cost effective. So I'm going to get everything out and then start to piece it together. Right. And I turned you on to a piece of software for writing and helping organize things called Scrivener. Are you guys using that to write? Yes. And Mindy is actually going to load everything up into Scrivener. In fact, I think it would make sense just to take a minute and explain to our listeners about this. Because if you're looking to do any writing, whether it's capture your personal history, whether it's a writing project, you've always dreamt about writing a book, some sort of instructional manual, this is a great piece of software. Yeah. Scrivener is... Scrivener. Just spell that for everybody. S C R I V. E-N-E-R. I think it's about $35 or $40. It's a real cheap piece of software cost-wise. And it just gives you the ability to really lay out your manuscript, how you're working on it. It's got a lot of great formatting things to it. But the thing that's so interesting about it to me is you actually can share, you can share the document with someone and it's all organized. It's a way to come in and edit and keep track of the edits. It just helps you organize the chapters, the subchapters, your categories. Yeah. Just compared to like opening up a Word document and just having all of your stuff on one page, it's so much easier to access and to get in. I'm working on a book right now and I have it laid out, every single section laid out and labeled what's going to be in that section. And it just makes it when I sit down to write so much easier to dive right in and get some work done. So check out Scrivener if you're looking to capture your thoughts, whether it's an instructional manual, a book that you want to publish, that would be something worth looking at. In fact, we ought to have a link, Kirk, include a link for you. So, I mean, that's what's been going on the last week. I'm feeling good. I'm very encouraged. Oh, the other thing I did want to mention, I mentioned this last broadcast that I got a new motorcycle. Yes, I put a picture of it up. And I've got to tell you that I went on a three and a half, four hour motorcycle ride. Wow. Last week. Good job. From our house. I rode up back through uh, East County in San Diego, went up to Palomar Mountain, did some nice twisty turns, rode out to the ranch that we're building, came back down through Ramona the long way. And I have got to say, I love it and that my back is holding up. 
That's awesome. That's great news. <laughs> so not only did you help move your son houses, but you also went on a motorcycle adventure. That's right. That's very encouraging. And this is all after having reconstructive surgery on one of your vertebrae. If anybody's <laughs> facing anything similar, just know that there is hope at the end of the That's tunnel. Right. Yeah, That's for right. sure. Well, awesome. Anything else we need to cover? I think we're getting around our normal length I right now. I think so, yeah. <laughs> well, happy uh, Halloween. You'll be listening to this after Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween. And thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate you. Come to craigjfalkner.com to check out some more stuff. We'll see you next time. Right, thanks. Thanks.